0: in this service tonight. Our God is not silent, nor is he incapable of doing great things. Is't that right? He's not in, his, his arm is not shortened amen His reach will extend to you <laughs> and, uh, and there is no situation too difficult, no problem too big for our God. amen. So since he's one who speaks, he's one who reveals, He's one who does, then we're in a real good place here tonight, okay? If you need Him to say something to you, if you need Him to reveal something to you, if you need Him to reach into your life and do something, then you're in a good place, all right? Because that's exactly what He's doing here, and that's exactly what we'll see here in this service tonight. God speaking, God revealing, and God doing, amen? (laughs) Aren't you glad we don't serve serve a dead religion? We don't serve a... You know, serve a statue. We don't, you know, you know, not bowing down to a a statue or an idol or some some lifeless form. No, we're talking about the living God. Amen. And so uh, we come to gather with Him. Remember what Jesus said: If if two or three are gathered in My name, there I am in 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 their midst. Right. Remember what the Old Testament said that He the Bible says that might that the Lord your God how what does it say? Is mighty, I might be saying it backwards, but is mighty in the midst of you. Anybody remember that verse? Uh, he's mighty in the midst of you. I like, I like the fact that it just doesn't tell us he's mighty. I mean, there's other verses that will tell us those, those kind of things, that he's all-powerful, he's mighty. Uh, but he's where? He's mighty where? He's mighty in the midst of us. That means in, that's an, that's a, uh, a word that means middle. Right? He's mighty right in the middle of you. Not just mighty somewhere else. Not mighty far away. Not mighty on the other side of the you know, planet. You know, maybe in Africa where they're having a great evangelistic crusade. You know, winning, winning uh, you know hundreds of thousands to the Lord. No, he's mighty there. But He's mighty here. He's mighty right in the middle of my life. He's mighty right in the middle of your life. He's mighty right in the middle of our service here tonight. Amen. Praise God. And so uh, and so we just uh, we just approach him that way. Not not approaching him with a you know, Lord, it would sure be nice if you'd do something. You know, uh, almost you know, almost with a with a, a a beggarly type of attitude. I mean, no as if you're a child of God, don't be begging. No. Hmm. No. Yeah. You know, I don't like it if my kids come pleading with me, begging me please do this, you know, and if they emphasize the word please, like they're going to have a greater opportunity, you know, I appreciate politeness, but, uh, you know, like, please do this, you know, Just kind of, this begging kind of thing, it's like, no, there's no faith in that, <laughs> you know, if it's the right thing, they're going to get it, right, if they ask, knowing my will. <laughs> Right, then they'll have whatever they ask. <laughs> Amen. Uh, but all, but likewise, when we come to the Lord, I don't believe it's right. I don't believe it's appropriate that we're just uh, just almost like we're on the outside looking in. Almost like you know we're not related. You know, almost kind of approaching Him, begging Him to do something like kind of kind of implying that He doesn't love us. That we're not the apple of His eye. That we're not the object of His affection, the center of His creation. I don't want to treat Him as if what He has revealed and what He said in His word about me isn't true. Right. As if how somehow God is opposed to us. As if somehow He's on opposite sides. Amen. Amen. Even I, I even uh, noticed a while back that that uh, in Christian circles and in some of our songs we should watch the way that we use the word surrender you know in one sense it's appropriate you know when we say we live a surrendered life to him that means we've given him the right to rule and reign in our lives and and we've given up the reins so to speak Uh, but right on the other hand I don't want to act as if I'm on the losing team you know where the losing team surrenders I need to surrender well I did Now I'm on the winning team. So if you're talking about being sold out to the Lord, that's fine and that's good. But am I going to continually just surrender my life? No, no, no. I already surrendered. I got to switch teams in the middle of the game. (laughs) And now I'm on the winning team. And now I want the enemy to surrender. I want more people in this world to surrender, but I'm on the victory side. Praise God! We're on the side that wins. We're on the side that overcomes. Thank you, Lord. And so from that, from that place, that place of acceptance and love and forgiveness and victory, um, that's the way that we seek God. From that position, I don't seek Him as if He's not, as if I haven't found Him. I may seek His will and His, uh, you know, Him to speak to me, but not in such a way where, uh, Lord. Please, you just you just got to do something for me. Hmm? I don't know, but that just doesn't sound right to me when I see how much He loves me, when I see how much He has already done for me. Amen. Praise God. Let's take a moment here tonight, and let's just call upon the name of the Lord. Amen. If you have need, call upon Him and He will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you do not know. That's His word to us. And He's not unwilling. His hand is not pulled back. But He has opened Himself up freely and willingly and shown us His love so that when we ask and when we seek, we go with an expectation and absolute knowing and confidence that what we ask we shall receive. Amen. Didn't Jesus tell us that, that whoever asks receives everyone who asks in luke 11 they receive why what's the explanation it's because he is a father to us who loves us he is delighted to bring good things in our lives amen so we we, how many understand we go to him and we pray to him with the answer already before we pray i already know what he's going to say but i'm going to be polite i'm going to be respectful he's my father he's my god i'm going to ask ask for something but i already know what he's going to say what's he going to say yes 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 granted you're my boy Amen. Amen, amen and not only that but we know that first uh second corinthians one says that all the promises of god in him are yes and amen all right. So anything that he has promised, he's already told us the answer is yes. It's not one of these situations where some people say, "Well, whenever you pray, some God will say sometimes yes, sometimes no, sometimes you know maybe so." Uh, you know, uh, no, no, that's just human thinking. He said all the promises of God in Him are yes and amen. Amen. So what's the answer to you tonight? Yes, 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 yes. Why? Because he loves me so much. He loves you so much he delights to give you things he delights to talk to you delights to reveal his will and his ways amen amen let's take a moment and let's go ahead and just on an individual basis this is this is open open prayer right here all right you make requests you call upon him you let him you express your desire to him maybe there's no pressing need in your life uh, if there's not say, say lord show me what i need to know you know, reveal to me what I need to see. Be, You know, move mightily through me to help somebody else. And some of you, you've got definite situations. I want you to know, uh, the Lord's right there waiting to hear from you. And for us to ask Him, to call on Him, to seek His face for a particular thing, do you know that He actually enjoys that? He takes great delight because we're opening the door for Him to to minister to us and speak to us and just like just like if our kids are in pain in some way if they got a problem that grieves me likewise it is true with the Father God that if we are without if we are suffering He's not happy with that but when He can get an opportunity to fix it to just step in move it all around and change everything and reorder and redesign and make things right it's his favorite thing to do yeah yeah i bet it was pretty fun creating the planets stars bing 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 you know speaking things into existence and then separating the waters from the dry land i bet that was a lot of fun i'd like to see the video someday but you know what i think god had more fun doing Creating someone in His image. So I'm going to make someone who looks like me. I'm going to make someone who I can talk to, be friends with. So He had to make, give Him a pretty serious mind, personality, emotion, give us the ability. I mean, God was doing, doing some stuff. You know, in Ephesians says we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus. When we got born again. Oh, he was so glad. The Father was so glad when Jesus came busting out of the tomb. Now I can go to work again and start recreating that part of them that was messed up. Make it just like me. Amen. He takes delight in setting the crooked straight. He takes delight in setting the poor into a wealthy place. He takes delight in fixing a crooked bone, a messed up body, a diseased organ. He takes delight in fixing it specialty let's let's get our bibles out for a moment and, and look at the 119th psalm verse 130 it says the entrance of your words gives light it gives understanding to the simple what does the word of God do for us it gives us light and understanding light Think about that for a moment. God's Word brings light to us. What do you mean God's Word brings light? Well, you can see it kind of explains itself there. Light meaning understanding. Light provides us an ability to see. All right? Uh, Light only is necessary because there is sometimes darkness or an inability to see. If I'm in a dark place I don't know what to do I don't know where to go I don't know what my next move is but what does the Lord say his word brings light when I'm when I receive a word from him I receive the words of God now I have a supernatural ability to see even in the midst of a dark crooked and perverse generation all right there's a lot of blindness around a lot of inability a lot of people stumbling around through life don't know what to do don't know where to go don't know the next move but there is a people of God that have an advantage we've got inside information inside the book inside the Bible and what does it do as we receive and read the words from God all of a sudden Where people are bumping into trouble and they don't know the way around. I mean, there's like a brick wall and they just can't get through. The light turns on and we say, there's the door. Huh? In a dark place, you can bump around for a long time. I mean, the the solution could be right in front of you, but you just don't know it. You can't see it. But when the words of God come, again, it's a supernatural ability for us to see things. Answers. And how many know that doesn't take long? It doesn't ta- take long for light to come to a situation. Just like we could use a natural room as an example if it were completely dark in here. As soon as we turn the light on, understanding is there. What do you mean, I understand what size room I'm in. I understand what's in the room. I understand how to get from one place to another in the room. You no, know, you know I'm talking about? We, the very existence of light gives tremendous understanding. And it doesn't take long. All right, and have to be a long process, but seeking the Lord for light can, just like that, what has confused you for years, what has been a mystery to you for a long time, when the light turns on, it's, oh. I mean, the most complex thing in the dark is elementary in the light. What is very difficult when you can't see becomes very difficult, very very easy when you can see amen and it's as easy as getting the word from God Do you believe the Lord can open your eyes that quick and all of a sudden you can see what has been frustrating to you for a long time oh yeah and by the way that's kind of the theme already of the service tonight is that God moves he's mighty in our midst to do what to speak to reveal to heal that's what he does so I'm not talking about something, oh, wouldn't that be nice? I'm talking God's doing it right now. I'm talking about it's happening right now. Say it's happening in me now. The light is turning on. I'm seeing more than I've ever seen before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that gives me joy right there. The Lord is happy to turn the light on. <laughs> oh, he like his kids running into the wall. I mean his pride's possession his top and highest creation they're bumping heads <laughs> and they're running into things they can't get through and they've been struggling He don't like it when we'll seek him for light oh glory to God here it comes here it comes here it comes we're beginning to see what we didn't see before like we've been singing like we quoted call upon me and I will answer you and what? I will show you great and mighty things what do you mean show you? seems to be I'm gonna see it if it's a physical thing that I need I'm gonna see it if it's an answer to a question I need I'm gonna see it it's if it's a strategy and that I need for success I'm going to see it listen people So people are seeing things that work people all over our world are seeing things that work people are coming up with inventions they see things Someone, someone saw it before it happened. You know, you look at the look at the iPhones and the, you know, smartphones, all these things that are in abundance today and they, they keep getting cooler and cooler. Do amazing. I mean, you remember when you used to have to call someone and you couldn't see them? I mean, I mean how lame was that? Now you look at them. <laughs> right? Well, someone saw that before they saw it. Why can't that be you in relationship to what ever pertains to your life? You see it. You see it. I see that. I see that. Everyone else is looking at the same thing and nothing there. But you see it from a different light. You see answers. You see solutions. You see opportunities. Amen. Let's go to 1 John chapter 1 verse 1 that which was from the beginning which we have heard which we have seen with our eyes which we have looked upon and our hands have handled concerning the word of life the life was manifested and we have seen and bear witness and declare to you that eternal life which was with the father and was manifested to us who's it talking about jesus That which we have seen and heard, we declare to you that you may also have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we write to you that your joy may be full. This is the message which we have heard, uh, have heard from Him and declare to you that God is, what? Light. And in Him is no darkness at all. Remember 1 Corinthians 14 said, God is not the author of confusion why that's darkness confusion is a darkness I, I don't want to be confused God is never confused he's never gone now what is that you know no he, he's never confused never trying to figure something out he just knows why he is light it's the very it's a it's one of the very definitions of his character his being of who he is he is light and in Him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. Why? No darkness in Him. And so I can't walk in darkness and be walking with Him at the same time. He's too bright. You know? Yeah, I mean, you know, just picture walking through something, through a place with somebody, and they are light. And in them is no darkness at all. Well... He's so light, he will lighten up the whole place. I can't walk in darkness and walk with him at the same time. okay But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ his Son cleanses us from all sin. I think that's a great great promise there and, and great revelation that uh, when I'm walking in the light, guess what? I don't have any uh, I don't have any sins, that are kind of just lingering in my life, right? It seems to me that if there's anything I did accidentally or anything I forgot about, if I'm walking in the light with Him, there's an automatic cleansing. There's an automatic, continuous flow of God's cleansing power. You know how sometimes people think, Well, what if I were to die and I didn't get some of my sins confessed? What if I forgot to do such things? How many know that's really irrelevant? I mean, that's a that could be a big, long teaching right there, but how many know uh, if you're in Christ, there is no sin? Amen. And if I walk in the light, even when it comes to my concern, like I'm thinking of my soul when I'm using my gestures here, uh, in my mind, there is no residency of sin in my mind in my soul that i have to deal with i know that when i'm walking in the light with him there's a continual cleansing i'm always right with him okay if i start walking in darkness well i'm not walking with him anymore doesn't mean i'm not saved but i'm not walking with him i'm walking in the light everything's good all the time everything is right amen if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And uh, how many know, basically when it comes to sin, uh, we've said this to you recently, but we should say two things about it. We should always say two things about sin. One, it is what it is. I call sin, sin. I don't call sin okay. I don't call it mistake. I don't call it a weakness. I call it Sin. It's like call it what it is because then we're on the same page with God but that can't stop there I also must call it forgiven in Jesus okay so we have the same view of sin and wrongdoing as God does wrong sin and washed in the blood and cleansed in Christ what am I doing I'm walking in the light I'm walking with Jesus when I call things the way He calls them. Remember, confess means to say the same thing as. Well, say the same thing as, well, how about we call it the same way God calls it? Aren't we supposed to do that in all areas of life? If He says I'm healed, I should say I'm healed. If He says I'm blessed, I should say I'm blessed. Hmm? I shouldn't disagree with Him. If He gives me a promise and said, this is what you are, this is what you have, then I should say, yeah, that's right. God, you're right about that. I agree. When we say Amen, what are we saying? So be it. Yes, and Amen to the Lord. Look at, uh, look at John. Left turn, John. John, chapter eight. Thank you, Lord. What is he doing? What's the Lord doing? He's showing us given us light i like to think of light sometimes like the uh the white supposedly white paper you buy it like an office supply store copy paper and you know you got your numbers on there like 84 88 90 96 you know and all in between and you got your different thicknesses but how many know they're all called white but you take one you take a. You know, a hundred whites and 84 whites, and you put them next to each other, and one of them's definitely not white. It used to be white until you put it up to white, right? And it's almost like God's ability to shine the light on things for us is infinite. We think we see it, and we do. We see some things. I see some things in the Word. I mean, I'm thankful powerful stuff in the word i see it yeah i see it but you know god can bump that that white that brightness up bump it up to 90 whoa look at that man that's good watch this 96 (laughs) and there's more and i don't know you know i think paper probably has a top end but um i think in the lord there is no top end i mean there's not a verse that we've exhausted There's not a word from God that there's not more understanding, more light in. I mean, it's an infinite book. It's already pretty big. But think of the fact that each verse can become more revealed. John 8, verse 12. Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness but have the light of life who is the light scripture said the entrance of his word gives light who's the word john 1 1 says that jesus is the word right and and verse 14 as well the word was made flesh and dwelt among us so in one sense we could say that the entrance of jesus brings light And when we walk in the light as He is in the light, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. And and here we see that Jesus said, I am the light of the world. So if I want to walk in light, again, what what are we talking about? Walking in revelation, walking in understanding, walking in greater insights and, and ideas and revelations from God. I'm walking with Jesus. Okay, now let's go over to... Hebrews 12 and verse 1, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance. Now let me stop that right there for a moment. Sin, Sin doesn't have an easy time in your life. If sin exists, it's an easy snare. When we allow sin to remain in our life, it easily trips us up. But it's not saying sin is just, it's just really easy for you to fall in sin. No, I don't accept that. No. All right, let's keep going. I just saw that as we were reading. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. So he's talking about our lives talking about God's plan and call for our lives he said run with endurance the race that is set before us verse 2 looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith the way that we are to live the way that we are to do the will of God to carry out our lives is with a certain person always in view the way that we are going to lay a